Hey y'all, we wanted to share with you some of the fun we've been having over on Patreon. We're bringing you short clips from some of this month's bonus content to give you an idea of everything you get when you sign up to support the show. If you like what you hear and want to hear more, click the link in the episode description or head to Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon on the top menu. First, you'll hear a clip from our segment, Unpopular Opinions, where we discuss the merits of various shapes of Reese's candy. Next, you'll hear a clip from our mini-sode on Selkies, where we talk about the pros and cons of an intimate relationship with the mythical creatures. Then, you'll hear a clip from our True Crime Headlines segment, where we discuss a case in Colorado involving a box of stolen heads. And finally, we've got a clip from our monthly Q&A, where we discuss a possible idea for an OnlyFans page, and hear a legal explanation from Heather that answers how lawyers can take cases in states where they aren't licensed. Patreon subscribers get to watch video versions of the Q&A and our once-monthly live stream segments live, and participate with us via the chat. Subscribe today to get ad-free regular episodes, hundreds of past bonus episodes, and on-demand archives of the video live streams, and be a part of all the fun we'll have throughout the rest of the year. An annual subscription to our Patreon gets you access to all our content, plus a free month of membership. Head to the link in the episode description, or go to Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon on the top banner to sign up today. Thank you, Stinky Stinky Hot Take. I love Love the the name we got to use for Stinky. (laughs) All right. Hot Take number two. Real quick. We are currently reading a book with Ella. It's a series of The Magic Tree House. Tommy bought the entire catalog. It's something like 52 books. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we're on mm, we're on Mummies in the Morning. I think it's book six. But <laughs> two of the characters in it are Stinky and Pinky. <laughs> oh! <laughs> my goodness. I know. <laughs> Kiss my grits. <laughs> Every time I'm like, good God. Oh, man. Oh, man. I can't think of the author's name, but I'm always like, I wonder if she did this on purpose. Probably the not because old- she's, I don't know, maybe if you've written that many kids' books, maybe you are throwing something in there for, for the adults every now and then. Right. Wink. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next hot take comes from Jennifer. Jennifer's unpopular opinion is... The different shaped Reese's peanut butter cups are not good. I'm talking pumpkins, Christmas trees, and eggs. Only the Reese's miniatures have the proper chocolate to peanut butter ratio. People love the shapes, and it's just wrong. This is very hot take. (laughs) She's coming in hot. Okay. I have some opinions on this. Yeah. As does my brother, who is my number one Reese's peanut butter source. That's right, because when we brought the ones with chips in them, you're mm-hmm. like, I gotta tell Zach. Oh, he, Zach loves Reese's peanut butter cups, and he has ranked the shaped ones <laughs> um, as to <laughs> why certain ones are better than others and which ones are his favorites. No. So um, he says, oh, I hope I'm not getting this wrong. It's either the Easter egg... Or the Christmas tree. I think it's the Easter egg. The Easter egg is the best in his opinion because it has the best ratio of peanut butter to chocolate. And the chocolate out uh, shell is like the best thickness. I would imagine he would say Christmas tree because the Easter egg is a whole lot of peanut butter. 
Maybe it's the Christmas tree. And I'll have to re-ask. Yeah. Um, this is very interesting. What was this person's name? Jennifer. That Jennifer thinks the the minis are better than traditional Reese's. Yeah, the Reese's. Only the Reese's miniatures have the proper proper chocolate to wow. peanut butter ratio. That is I'll a very hot take. Those foil, the foil ones. God, I love those. But I prefer if we're going Reese's. If we're going originals, I think the traditional regular original size is better than a mini. So you're talking about orange rectangle, yes. two in the black dollars. paper. Yeah, yeah, brown paper. Those to me have a better ratio of peanut butter and chocolate than the minis in the foil. I like the minis in the foil best because I like the thick walls and I like mm. having more crinkle than smooth. Okay. See, I, I like prefer more crinkle. of a smooth, so that makes sense. And I also prefer a thinner wall of chocolate, okay. so that would make sense. Now, with the shapes, what are your opinions? Oh, I would like to first start off by saying months ago, I mentioned some shapes and everyone started messaging me about gluten. I have since gone to the depths, the bowels of the Reese's <laughs> website. And your results may vary. Check your own packaging. But they changed something like two years ago. Oh, so that these do not have gluten in them. Awesome. Insofar as the, I had to, like I said, I had to go to whoever makes them, Hershey's or, yeah, it was Hershey's. They have this website, and they answer questions, and every single product has a different page. And I was like, God bless whoever works here. But so your results may vary. If you get sick, it ain't my fault. Check the packaging. I will say. <laughs> but don't that all that to say, don't DM me and be like, Heather, don't eat the pumpkins. If I go, I go. Also, I don't have celiac. <laughs> so the worst thing that happens is I get a rash right? and diarrhea all over the place. And depending on, doesn't have to be all over the place. Also, but, they, sometimes that's worth it. Those Reese's are good. When those Reese's eggs come out, come on. I diarrhea yeah. myself. <laughs> Any day. Any day of the week. Mm-hmm. That being said, I like the Christmas trees because okay. I like the shape and I like to eat them level Late by level. level. Yes, by, yeah. by the boughs. Yes, yes, by the boughs. But if I'm choosing any one, I'm every single time going with the Oil, tube or tiny. the bag of the mini. Wow, that's so interesting. With the metal. I of the shape. So we've got egg, Christmas tree, pumpkin. Yes. And then I don't. There might be another another one, but of those three main ones, this is going to be a hot take. But I like egg best. Oh, because I think I think I like the more of the peanut butter. Okay, with just um, but then I'm going to go Christmas tree next, and then pumpkin. But I also prefer orange package over foils. And then once I got my brother a giant five-pound one, I mean, it was probably the size of a large pancake. It was huge. And it was more of just a gag gift because I knew, I know that the ratio is going to be off so he wouldn't love it, but I wanted to see mm-hmm. what it was like. And once it, once you start building things up, it just changes it. Oh, yeah. It's too much. You fly too close to the sun. There's too, the, it's, no, you're wrong. It's too, um, yeah, like the consistency's off and it's, you're just, you're not getting the product that you, that you think. Now, we did have those ones you brought over that had yes. the potato chips in them and they were good and you couldn't yeah. really even taste the potato. I honestly wanted more of a potato chip experience with those. I wanted a stronger salty flavor, and it was a crunch, which I like. I mm-hmm. also like the Reese's with the Reese's pieces in them. Again, because oh, I like yes. a crunch in a candy, so bunch of crunch, whatever. So I do like that. And Those maybe that's why I like the miniatures, because it's too mush with the big ones. But See, if you I like, like the peanut mush. butter. 
Hit the I mush. like the mush. I briefly Googled uh, Reese's shapes, and we have trees, nutcrackers, bells. Oh. There's also Christmas lights. And then it looks like in a, a few years ago, they <laughs> it said Reese's has released a new shape. We're calling it mystery shape. And it looks like turds that maybe they should have been nutcrackers or something and they didn't quite get shaped right and Reese's was like let's stop throwing these away and just call them mystery shapes and sell them and you so you can't tell what they look like i mean you can i'll share i'll we'll show it to you uh i have see never it? seen a lot oh those oh that looks like a stocking Likewise, male selkies rarely stay with their human lovers. They ascend to the shores, mate with females, then head back down below the waves. Their human selkie offspring are often born with webbed fingers and toes, a trait that is passed down through the generations. In one legend, the male selkie returned after the birth of his son on land, fearing the woman's husband would discover the baby was part selkie and kill both mother and child. If a human woman wishes to be impregnated by a male selkie, it is said she must cry seven tears into the sea to summon him. That being said, if you're being dramatic on the beach and you're crying into the ocean, turn your head the other way because you will, you about to get you're, you're hitting it raw. You're hitting the ocean raw and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know why one would want to be impregnated by a male selkie, but if that's what you're into, I'm not going to shame you for it. Apparently, they're super hot. They're hotter than any mere mortal. So Okay. So, yeah, I guess they're not the seal when you're banging no. them. So. No, they're not going to bang you in the seal suit. They take the seal suit off, hot body, bang you, run away, put the seal suit on, and leave. Which, if you're looking for a short-term thing, go. It might be great. Yeah, just make sure you're protected yeah so you don't end up. up with uh, a child that a, a fatherless child because they've <laughs> gone back to the sea or you you're gotta, like oh, i think i want to maybe like look into oh, possibly artificial insemination no you get self official insemination <laughs> and in this case you know you have you know where to find him if you want to if you want to have the kids visit or whatever so just go out to the beach you get a day trip to the beach and they get to visit their dad like it went, it's win, win, win win you gotta be super hot for someone to forget that you a second ago were a seal and now <laughs> you're so hot that you're like yes i will take i want it from you and yep. then they're gonna go back to being a seal and then once you know it's like anytime you're finished doing the deed you're like oh you <laughs> but in this case it's a seal so it would not be you're uh, like oh misplaced. you Oh, cute. Bye. And then it's like, dang, that was that was fine. <laughs> and you just lay out. You get a day at the beach again. Uh, this is one of the hornier legends we've discussed. Yeah. And it's weird because of, I mean, I don't want to say I think any animals are sexy, but seal is definitely on the lower end of what I would think people would consider a sexy animal. Yeah. And I, maybe it's just their shape as they look like, in theory, a sleeping bag, like a human can fit in them. <laughs> they a sleeping bag filled with a person. Tried to get rid of a body in the ocean in a really cute way. Yes. <laughs> in addition to transforming into human. 
That is um, our first headline. Okay. Our second one is the one that uh, you brought up. We've had several folks uh, post this in our Patreon Facebook group and DM it to us. The headline just does not mince words. Box of human heads stolen in Denver. Yeah, it was. A, I wondered how clickbaity the headline actually was. Pretty accurate. Also, uh, Westward, which I believe is similar to the Dallas Observer, is the Denver version mm-hmm. of the Dallas Observer. Their article is, how much may they be worth? Okay. But news agencies across the country have picked up this uh, story. It was a box filled with human heads stolen in Denver, and it was meant, uh, they said the box was approximately 20 inches by 15 inches by 18 inches, and was marked with the words science care. It was a blue and white box, and the truck was parked near East 23rd Avenue in the Central Park neighborhood in Denver. I don't know if it was a targeted theft or if someone just saw a box truck and thought, maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll maybe look out. Electronics. However, the word science care to mm-hmm. me would indicate that it's some sort of you know, medical research, and that's exactly what it was. It, the parts were meant for medical research. Okay, so it wasn't a serial killer's box of heads. No, it was a legitimate box of heads. Full-on heads or skulls? This was, uh, it says human heads. It doesn't say skulls. Wow. That Science- box doesn't seem that big for that. For that many. Uh, Science Care is a program for donating bodies to science to help improve scientific research and education. Okay. Uh, so... Yeah, police have confirmed that the heads were on their way to the medical facility for medical research use. Uh, so uh, they and somebody tried to steal it, opened it up, and found these. No, they 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 made off with the heads. The heads are gone. Oh, so they have not called police saying I did a fuck up. As far as I've seen, the heads are still missing. Police are asking if anybody knows where the remains are, if anybody has any information that can help identify the suspects to call Metro Denver Crime Stoppers Damn. at 720-913-STOP. Because they, I mean, granted, it's not that they're like, it says that uh, Westward Denver claims that each head is worth approximately $500 or on the black market, likely more than that. So I don't know what you would use that for. I personally, if I stole a box of heads, I think I would be scared that I had unearthed some kind of criminal serial killer box and would lay low and wouldn't want to say anything for fear that I would be the next head. Yeah. Maybe they think, just don't want to turn the heads in because they're scared that they came across them. But now it's all in the news and you would think that They'd say, oh, it's, but maybe they think, oh, this is all a a ruse to get us. It's not really for science. This is just them trying to get our heads. They're trying to steal our heads. Well, yeah, it's like, do you get, I would just return it. You know what I mean? Or put it on the doorstep of a fire station or police station. I wonder, too, storage-wise, how long it could remain Mm -hmm. outside of it. Yeah, I doubt they're being cared for properly. No. Uh, Westward Denver did do some digging, though, to find what black market prices may be because there was another case in Arizona for the Biological Resource Center whose owner, Steve Gore, pled guilty to taking part in a criminal enterprise in 2015. So a kind of body broker, body sale for, you know, body parts for sale. stuff on the black market. Yes. There's a schedule of fees. Um, They said $5,000 for a full body. 
Whole upper torso with head and arms, 4000 This is what they go for on the black market? This is what they're using from this uh, conviction in 2015. So you this can get a whole part- body for five grand? It seems like a low price. Damn, um, yeah. Also, the crazy part, whole upper torso with cephalus and arms. So I'm saying upper torso, to me, would be like hips down is removed. Yeah. It's 4000 So the top half's... John Mulaney talked about the top half. The top half's more expensive than the bottom half. Uh, Oh, that makes sense because it has the head. Yeah, and the torso only twenty nine hundred. Torso with head thirty three hundred. That's a Louis Vuitton bag. Yeah. (laughs) Torso with shoulders thirty two fifty. Torso with head and shoulders, no arms thirty. Now here's a morbid question that I probably don't want to know the answer to. Why are people buying these? It says various reasons. Uh, according to an expert, body brokers find companies all over the country willing to pony up for human body parts. It says they sell the heads, arms, legs, hips, and genitalia. We have discovered many of these bodies are actually sold to the Department of Defense and blown up like crash test dummies. So, in some cases, it may be legitimate purchases. Uh, but you know, given the so, if you're selling bodies illegally, regardless if they're blowing them up, if the feds are getting them, somebody didn't want their loved one's body being sold for that. And I think that's what it is. Is so in the, it seems like a legitimate body broker, but in some lawsuits and cases, there was a I think in um, Denver there was another case where a funeral home was saying that they were cremating people, but were in fact selling the bodies mm. and giving people bags of powdered cement. Oof. So. The purchaser thinks they're getting a legitimate body, and meanwhile, the donor is an unwilling donor, and the family doesn't know, and they're getting just a bag of um, nothing. Another woman said that uh, that it was not cremated, that they were suspicious when they dug up the coffin. It was, or I'm sorry, the casket. I learned a new thing. Coffins Mm -hmm. have six sides. Caskets have four. Um, When they dug up the casket, there was nothing. So they've been possibly pulling Golden Gates. Yeah. (laughs) Where... I think in Golden Gate's case, they were just mishandling the bodies. In this case, there was some sort of um, shady yeah. whatnot going on. Sunset Mesa Funeral Home, I think, is the one that did that case. So that's where that price list came from. You can get a hand for $175. Damn. What just are you elbow. do with it? Elbow is $200. Only 200 Is that yeah. a elbow bone or like elbow with meat on it? It doesn't say. I feel like, for what are you going to do with an elbow? Play with, play with it. Study it. <laughs> Funny bone. Funny bone. Yeah, I don't. I um. If I opened up a box of he- first. Okay, so this is from Yvonne. You want to get this one? Sure. Yvonne wow. says, "Does most of your podcast income from come from ad revenue, merch, live shows, Patreon subscribers, or none of the above? It comes from our OnlyFans, where we sell." I was just pictures. about to make the same joke, but I had Diet Coke in my mouth. <laughs> Comes from our private OnlyFans account, um, um, and the new five thousand dollar you can come to Heather's wedding Patreon tier. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to think uh, of what. Definitely not merch, no, <laughs> or live you, shows. It would be ad revenue, yeah. a combination of ad revenue and Patreon. Yeah, I'd mm-hmm. say the two of those. Yeah, um, yeah. We that make basically right. nothing on on merch. Yeah, because it's third uh, party and it's like shipping and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. we don't have the uh, time capacity or like the house storage space to like do merch at our own house. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like the 
we also do. think of it as like publicity for the show yeah. if people are like repping um shirts and stuff so i love when folks are like oh i was out and someone was like oh what's that and i got to tell them about the show i'm like thank you mm-hmm. word of mouth that's awesome. that's, you're our street team uh yes we do need a a a street team. Okay, this is a lawyer question, so I'll let you take this. All right. Hey, guys, I saw Kathleen Zellner, the lawyer queen in the Ryan Ferguson. <laughs> Sorry. Madison said spooky coochies only fans. <laughs> That's what it's called. Fart in a, someone else said fart in a jar. We're definitely selling fart in Dude, a jar. Dude, that you, girl made so much money. That story was wild. I wish I wish we would have thought of that first. Um, okay, mm-hmm. Laura says, "Hey guys, I saw Kathleen Zellner, the lawyer queen, in the Ryan Ferguson documentary that you talked about in your recent episode, and had a question that I hope Heather can answer. She takes on cases from all over the U.S., but isn't it true that you have to take the bar exam in any state that you practice in? How does she get around all that? Did she take all the exams? It wouldn't surprise me. She's an absolute force to be reckoned with, but I'm just super curious. Love from the U.K." This is a very a good, good question. question, Elizabeth. Uh, no, I believe she's licensed More in else. Illinois and Texas only. But when you take cases in federal courts, if you're admitted to practice and you just have to go and ask to be admitted to those federal courts. But probably what she does is engage local counsel. And then you are kind of working the case, but you have someone who's licensed that you're essentially working under their license in that jurisdiction. And there's also a thing called Pro Hoc Vice admission where you say, I want to be admitted for this sole case. Like, here's how long I've practiced in this other state. I have a letter of good standing. I haven't scammed anybody or whatever as a lawyer. Can you admit me for this one single thing? There's also states that do reciprocity. Like, now that I've practiced over five years in Texas, like Illinois and a couple other ones, I could just send them what, however much, a couple hundred bucks it is to be licensed there, and they would license me because I've shown that in five years in Texas, I haven't done crime as a lawyer. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So you just, you, it's not like she's like working around the system. That's pretty common, especially, and also like if you're an attorney that works for like a, uh, in-house at like uh, Apple or Google or whatever, and you may be licensed in Texas or New York or whatever, but you practice in California. Usually if you're uh, working for like a big corporation or a lot of times like a large law firm, I did cases in New York and Delaware when I was at the big law firm. So it's uh, it's kind of like your law firm has lawyers there that it, they mm-hmm. sort of are chill about it. <laughs> I never, I'm not going to get like UPL for uh, helping a Delaware corporation or whatever. Yeah. Hopefully that helps. She Laura said she got pushed back in the Ferguson case, she said, but she doesn't give a fuck. I love her. Yes, we yeah. love her so much. And I think uh, the amazing. Innocence Project lawyers see that like when Nina Morrison comes to Texas. And I think now she's a little bit more known, but it's kind of like, what are you New Yorkers coming down here and thinking you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. the, you get a little like hometown. Hot shot that. Chicago lawyer coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you liked what you heard, consider supporting the show on Patreon by clicking the link in the episode description or heading to SinisterHood.com and clicking Patreon in the top banner. Thanks for listening and keep it creepy. Sinisterhood.